0: appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation really do thank you all for tuning in to this uh talk we're gonna talk about this xavier woods as we already know we call him the x factor right we call him a guy that can step it up and be up and one of those guys that we really think highly of as it relates to football flying out to the ball doing his thing out there on the field and uh He's one of those guys where we look at it from this perspective. Uh, let me see. Tune that beat back up. We look at it from this perspective, too. Uh, we look at him as a guy that that we really want to see grow. We really want Xavier Woods to grow. We, we really want him to, uh, to pick up his uh, gameplay. And then on top of that, we look at it from this perspective. As we look at it uh, from here. We want to see the betterhood of his uh, skill set develop, but a lot of times when you're young, it's always like a, a void missing spot out there as it relates to being able to play at a high level because you just don't know. Experience is something that's, that, that takes time. You can't rush experience. It's going to take time. So he feels as though he's been disrespected by the uh, I guess the front office or he feel like he's been disrespected by um, draft talks, disrespected by the free agency, disrespected by numerous of things. But I, I come here to tell you guys that's life. And uh, we're going to listen to what he have to say about this. Really do appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in to the nation. Uh, Shout out to those who are part of the notification squad. Don't forget to hit that like button. Share this content. Let's listen to what he have to say. Let's watch this right here.
1: Alright, here we go. Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. Drafted in 2017, mm-hmm. you're a really quiet guy, you like to fly under the radar, mm-hmm. but where are you at in your journey, football-wise?
2: I believe I'm coming into but this season is going to be my best yet, so far. I mean, one thing you can't buy is confidence, and I feel like that's what I have. Uh, I've gained that over the course of these last two years, and uh, I mean, I feel like I'm going to be soaring high this year, to be honest.
1: I wanna dive into that a little bit because you say you're building confidence in the face of what I would say is a very loud fan base that has been clamoring for other guys at your position. How do you handle that and what does that look like for you and how have you been able to really build confidence in the face of that?
2: I mean, it doesn't really affect me. Just more of the, what comes from inside this building. Cause I was told some things and then uh, seen other things. So I mean, I just felt like that was disrespectful. To me, but all in all, I just use it as motivation. I feel like this year going to be big year for me. Uh, I'm working hard. I mean, I'm dedicated. I mean, the guys in the locker room that's been here over these last couple of weeks and a month and a half that I've been working out here, uh, my focus has just been on a different level.
1: We saw the tweet that you put out there. You see mm. the disrespect, as you call it, and what does it for you look like? getting to that next step. Takeaways is obviously the name of the game, but it for is. Xavier Woods, what are you doing? What kind of work are you doing to get to that next step?
2: Uh, getting faster, getting stronger. It's elevating my game to the next level, uh, IQ wise. I mean, I'm smart, uh, I understand um, the game, but you can never understand it too much. So each day I'm gonna go in and try to learn more and more about the game, and how I could be a better safety for this team and a better teammate and a better leader. Good stuff, With Chris
1: Richard, I just want to know about your relationship with him and and the things that you maybe pick his brain about. I
2: mean, that guy, I try to pick his brain every time we talk. What he's seen, who he's coached, I would be a fool not to try to pick his brain, not to try to see what he knows, not just see what he knows, what the guys that he coached, um, how they played the game, Uh, what they told him that they see him on the field. Uh, I'd be a fool not to ask.
1: And with the guys that he's coached, some incredible players, for him to look at you and say, you're the leader, I need you to take the next step, what did he see in you? What did he tell you that he saw in you?
2: Throughout the course of the year, uh, I had some big hits. So I was given uh, this neck roll by Marinelli. Um, it's really significant for the defense. I and mean, he told me, to get that, that means you're a very big part of the defense. And, uh, and then you're a leader. And now he wants me to be a leader vocally, uh, be that guy that brings the defense together, brings just the DBs together, kind of get us on the right path. I let him throw the, throw the furniture, as he, as he says.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we wrap it up here, in your mind, you've got time to get away from football and kind of decompress a little bit. But when you look back at where you guys went in the playoffs, what is it? What's the missing piece for maybe the defensive side of the ball to help take the next step?
2: Just weren't consistent at the beginning of the year. Uh, we kind of turned it on at the end. But to get that home field advantage, which is very important, and to get that bye, I mean, as you've seen the teams that made it to the the third rounds, teams that had byes, that bye is very important. You get that rest at the end of the year. I feel like we're the most confident defense, most confident team in the NFL. We're all young, so you can't take away that confidence from us. To make it there with this young team, we think that we could take it all the way this year.
1: It's gonna be a little bit, but then you'll be back in this room. We'll yeah. blink and you will be back. Uh, hope you have an amazing 2019. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks
2: so much.
0: No doubt, no doubt. I hope you have amazing 2019 as well. Hey, my thing is we, we can throw stones all we want, right? We the fans. We supposed to be heavy at this because we don't get no money in return of doing this, right? We pay thousands of dollars to go to a game, uh, hundreds of dollars to park the car at the stadium, and then on top of that, the memorabilia and the merch that we buy for the Cowboys players in and, and the NFL and beyond, it's a lot of money. Now, as fans, we can say, hey, we feel disrespected in the sense that, hell, it hasn't yet to be a, a, a Super Bowl trophy in in relation to the money that we pay to support the team. That's another story of a different day. But my thing is, I don't think that collectively – uh, this fan base, this particular fan base, the people that follow and support uh, uh, Cowboys Nation, I don't think that there was a lot of people saying that Xavier Woods needs to go. I don't. I haven't heard that yet. I have yet to hear anybody say he needs to go. He's the problem. He's the issue. I have yet to hear that. And I could be a thousand percent wrong on, a le- on that. But I I have yet to hear anything of those uh, and those parameters of somebody saying, well, you know, it's Xavier Woods' fault that we lost and things like that. But I, I can say this right here, Cowboy Nation. Is that all we gotta do is continue, I'm talking about continue to evaluate these players, be hard on them too, because we <laughs> there ain't no time to be sugarcoating nothing around here. And I, I think that anybody need to be doing that interview is Jeff Heath. A lot of people been sitting there saying, Hey, Jeff Heath, come on, man, take better angles, or you should be seasoned enough to know right now to be at this particular spot on the field. So that what people are saying collectively, from what I hearing. Now, far as feeling disrespected and, and team and somebody being disrespected and feeling like nobody's giving them the highest enough praise, from what I know of my time of living on this beautiful earth, respect, yeah, is one thing. But when you earn it, man, it's a no it's a whole nother feeling when somebody has earned their respect and, and when they walk onto the field and you automatically see that, LK, that guy, you got to respect him just for walking on the field. And that's that, that category is only held to a selective few. And, and, and a lot of times you will see it like towards the latter part of, uh, I, I can say Kobe Bryant's year. You know, people start all over the globe. They were respecting him on, on the court. Uh, uh, the, uh, who's this other guy? Peyton Manning. When he was about to retire, people was respecting him all across the all, all across the football field, the NFL <laughs> refs were were respecting him. You know, you can bet, and Tom Brady, TB12. He's earned his respect, whether or not he's been here for a long time and cheated his way up here, or whether or not he just hard out just one of the best quarterbacks out there to, that we ever laid eyes on. So you can barely graze his face mask, and there's going to be flags out there because he has earned his respect out there as it relates to from the officials. And People say that all the time. I remember when Champ Bailey was playing, that that DB. Man, he earned his respect and pull down on the cloth and the officials look the other way. Uh, do I have more people that we can point out? Yes. Uh, Deion Sanders and then uh, wide receivers, they earn their respect throughout the years. Now, this is another thing that I would like to say. Experience is something that you just can't say is going to be given to you. It's going to be a process to for you to get your experience up and that's something that cowboy nation we just have to understand that the kid is still young he's going into his third year so hopefully in 2019 we'll see some of that flashes of plays that he was able to do at louisiana tech translate over to what we think and know that he should be able to do on the nfl level yes uh let me just open up this floor for those who are out there in the chat box. Really appreciate you all. Thank you all. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, he earned his respect. But a lot of people, a lot of people that's younger, <laughs> Jordan didn't get no respect against those Detroit teams back in the early, early days. That boy was getting beat down. But inch by inch, day by day, continued to grind, better in his craft, understanding that, okay, when I was injured, I need to elevate myself in these parameters then that Detroit team beat the heck out of the, out of Jordan, but he had to earn his respect, you know. So that's just how life is, man. That's the reality of it. Now, as far as the fan base, we are never going to shut up. We're never going to hush. Some, hey, I already know that that collectively, and I'm saying collectively because not everybody do this, but people are going to be just mad about him just doing this video talking about kid. You still young. Talking about being disrespectful. You put some better tape out there on the field. You take the ball away from the opposition. You take it and you score a touchdown next time. Or you take better angles and things like that. They're going to be at you. That's the name of the game. That's why it's called NFL football. Now, ever since Roger Goodell came into the situation, yes, football has been a little bit softer. But back in the days, boy... They will call running plays just to maul you. <laughs> they will have Moose Johnson say, look, look out for number 25. he bump bumping his gums. <laughs> He'll bumping his gums all the week. Let's find number 25. Let's make him our baby. I will say another word, but you guys can fill in the blank. Let's make him my baby. You know what I mean. But that's how life is, uh, young fish. You know that's just how it goes. Uh, I wish I can go back to being in my twenties and let you know how things went during those time frames. But hey, it, it's one of those things, guys. Uh, Doug Boy says uh, better, better role for or, or a bigger role for Jordan. Um, Hip Pocket Lewis, yeah, I, I can see that down the line. I hopefully uh, they could do something like that. Shout out to Nook Nook, appreciate you for tuning in. Say Prime Time, Amari Cooper will be even better this year. I agree because it, it, if you look at it from this aspect of it, Amari Cooper didn't get a chance to go through any of the off conditioning, any through the uh, any of the um, uh, the preparations like off-field training and things like that, and 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 hopefully hopefully we can start off fast because that's one of the things that the young Xavier Woods said this defense have to start off a little faster I know I'm switching over to defense talk he said this defense have to start off fast and uh, they already have their identity now he know that he's a heavier hitter he know that when he gets to the spot of the ball instead of going for the hit pick the ball off yeah yeah Lord would you pick up our first pick in the second round Lord we should should we pick our first pick in the second round Uh, say prime times is saying that um hey it just depends on how the board falls uh one can argue this right here uh according to the uh, draft there are about 18 to 22 first round grades in the draft 2019 first grades of a player uh now we already know that there's 32 picks but there's about 18 to 22 first round grades so uh one way uh we can look we can look at this and say where we picking it with the 58th pick is probably considered a third round grade at that pick but at the same token uh we will have to figure out what would be best for this team and what what this total picture of free agency would look like down the line uh and that's just the bottom line It, it hopefully um To me personally, I'm a defensive-minded guy. Still better your best. Improve the defense. Let this defense be lights out. So that when everybody coming to Texas Stadium, Arlington Stadium, or wherever we go, because defense travel, defense do travel, but wherever we go, I want people to know that the defense is there before we even arrive. I want teams to be like, man, boy, we got to play Dallas. And even if we beat them, we're going to be so exhausted that the next week, we're going to be tired because we're going to lose that game because we are so into it by playing the Dallas Cowboys because we got to have our mental capacity at its highest level. (laughs) Um, See, Money, what's up, man? He said he's got his... Blank knocked out by Julio Jones. Yeah, Julio Jones should be a, a safety in this world because he can he, he can uh, pursue and try and level the boom as well. He can do all those things. Uh, Ty, what's What's going on? He says, "How are we going to use Sean Lee next season?" That is a good question. That that is like a real good questioning. Uh, how we should use Jeff? Not Jeff He but Sean Lee. And I'm going to talk about Jeff Heath as well. Um, hmm. All right. John Lee got in, in, in a center-based contract, meaning that in order for him to get his bag, in order for him to get his money, he pretty much bet it on himself. He had the money in his hand, but he said, look, I'm going to renegotiate. I'm going to allow you guys to break down my particular contract into smaller parts and let me earn my money through incentives, which was cool. Uh, And before that time frame, I I made a post and I said, look here, Cowboy Nation. We really can't say that that Sean Lee deserved to have that money because he's been injured and these sorts of things. But since he made the, uh, the contract changes or what have you, shout out to him for doing that. And this is the thing. How they're gonna utilize Jeff, I keep on saying Jeff Heavey. He must be on my mind. <laughs> How they gonna utilize Sean Lee would be this right here. They're gonna have a full tryouts through this offseason. I don't think that they're gonna back up at any at any case or any situation. They're gonna have a full-fledged tryout for uh this offseason and whoever plays well uh will earn that spot is the weak side linebacker and i'm trust me i'm thinking that lve last year he was baby lve this year through offseason conditioning through weight room training lve is going to be bigger (laughs) and stronger and possibly faster that's the craziest thing so I'm looking at how they're gonna utilize Sean Lee. They might just use him as an insurance policy if he can survive through this offseason because it's gonna be rigorous. And uh far as the strong side linebacker, uh they they might draft somebody. Uh I don't think that Joe Thomas is going to be able the Joe Thomas is of the other world or the or the March Litter is the world is gonna be able to to man that side of the field. I don't know. I think that they might go out and draft somebody, and of course we had Chris Coveting from last year, but he barely made the team. He was on the practice squad, and we play so much nickel anyway. But hey, it's crazy thinking about this, talking about Jeff Heath, since he was on my mind so many times. I kept mentioning Jeff Heath. Uh, this is the thing. My thing is with Jeff Heath, um, we have our reservations. We already know that he saved our skin a couple games in 2017. And shout out to him through the Jacksonville Jaguar game last year. He caught the interception, ran it back, almost got into the end zone. Um, I think that Jeff Heath is a great rotational guy. I think that Jeff Heath is a great rotational guy. I'm going to repeat. I think that Jeff Heath is a great rotational guy. I'm going to say it one more time. I think that Jeff Heath is a great rotational guy. But my thing is what you can do with Jeff Heath, bring him off the bench and have him to be explosive on one or two plays in a series. But just don't put everything on him. And and Jeff Heath, shout out to him. He's a very humble guy. He'd be part of the Cowboys experience, always into the mix. I love his skill set, but just as a rotational guy. Now, what we can do. There's veteran safeties out there and the disrespectful side of what uh, I guess Xavier Woods were thinking that we're talking about him. No, but we talk about that strong safety. We like, we like Xavier Woods in between the splits, playing the deeper thirds. We like his, uh, a way of how he approached and tackled the ball out in space and leave and levy the boom. But, but we would like to say, we would love to see a little bit more. That's all we've said. So with Jeff Heath, my thing is you keep him and you slide in somebody else. Trey Boston's of the worlds, right? George Aloka of the worlds or Eric Berry of the worlds or or anybody else that can come into this team and formulate a stronger tenacity out there and you sprinkle in Jeff Heath. Watch how nasty this thing can be. All right, got another, another super chat. Appreciate you. Uh, uh, was it Box O Cards Production? Appreciate you, man. Why is Xavier so upset? When he's finished start anyways, um, <laughs> sometimes you get mad at the world, right? <laughs> My thing is with it, he he just may be upset because he hear the news and, and he hear the noises of people saying that we need a safety out there in the free agency. And sometimes his pride. You know, pride is a crazy devil, right? Uh, sometimes you want to hear good news when you hear your name out there or when you see somebody talking about a positioning. So that's why he's upset. He think that, hey, he played well, he played decent for his second year. And he was like, wait a minute, why everybody want to can me now? But it takes time. The young fella got to understand that it takes time. He played decent for his second year. But uh, we demand excellent, and uh, and, and we want to put up – look, if I'm the GM – and I know Jerry Jones don't do this. But if I'm the GM, I'll call all every year. It's 53 players that started on this team or on this team. 63 if you count the practice squad. It's about 10 guys on the practice squad. 63 guys. I will sit them down one by one. And I'll call it my one-on-one sessions. And I'll look them right in, right in their eyes. And i say, hey, regardless, from the starters to the guy that's delivering the water to the, <laughs> and the guy that's handling the towels, I'm going to look them right in the face and say, I thank you for being part of this team. However, my job is to replace you. Now, in order for you to stay and have this job and complete and keep this job, you have to perform at the highest of the highest of the highest ability. Cause if not, I'm, if I'm seeing that you're not being at the highest of your ability, then I'm making a mistake keeping you on this team. You see. And uh, this team is bigger than you. (laughs) It's bigger than me. It's bigger than all of us. This team, when I'm dead and gone, in the grave, pushing up Daisy, this team should still be around. But you and I, in order to keep the brand, it's all about the name of this team. To mean something, we have to win. So my job, is to replace you. That's my job. <laughs> Your job is to change and sway my mind. Not to, not to. That will be my speech to all 63 guys that I bring into this clubhouse. And I will sit them down one by one. Regardless of how many games they won or regardless of how many games they lost. They need to hear that message because a lot of times players get into their feelings and they think that this is a clubhouse where they can just come in and lollygag, lollygag and, and old folks say lollygag and pussyfoot around. No, you can't do that here. Although that's the style and that's the, uh, that's just been the, uh, I guess, the the phrase of the day of that's how everything's been going. That's been the fair of the weather that's been going on for the last 20 or 30 years, but no. My job is to replace you. I'm not your friend. That's just the reality of it, especially since the salary cap. The salary cap is one hundred and eighty eight million dollars. And if I'm the owner of the team, I say I'm a billionaire, but I'm limited to only one hundred and eighty eight million dollars. So with that being said, there's nothing personal. This is all business. I would love to cut you the check for 141 million, but that would be too much of, of my money. That would be too much of my money to just spill over. And we can't win that way. We won't win that way. It's impossible to win that way. There's nobody have one that won it that way. You went in the National Football League as a team. Somebody is going to have to either take less money or hit the door walking. That's just the reality of it. If you don't, name me a team that paid buku's of money and on, on, on a certain side of the field, outside of the quarterback, and they want it. I will sit and wait. <laughs> That's the reality of it, guys. I really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in. Let me read a few more of you guys' comments uh, here. Really do. Uh, let me see what we have here. Raw, real, and uncut. That's a cold YouTube name. Make it. <laughs> Mike is right. He should feel disrespectful respected but he's gonna show us we're wrong that's yeah and that's the other deal that is the other side of the coin just because somebody say something about you doesn't mean that it have to become your it has to become your reality. No, 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 no. You know how many times people say, hey, law, you suck, you trash, won't you quit talking over this thing? The cowboy's not going anywhere. They've been saying that when I had a thousand subscribers, but it continued to post, continue to post, and now you look up and you say, Okay, I'm at two thousand. Now you continue to post, I'm at ten thousand. You continue to post and I'm at fifteen. That's what life is about. Someone's opinion of you don't have to become your reality. But you tell them, like I say, I use this poem all the time. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance. It says make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting. That's what it's about, guys. Hey, that's what it's about, Cowboy Nation. Uh... 1985 Nova, <laughs> 1985 Nova. What's up? He's thanks for the donation have to have grow the nation. He said, what's up, Law? Trey Boston for the Cowboy Nation. He's pretty nasty with it. He is. He's pretty nasty with it. I like his skill set. I like what he can do out there on the team, man. I really do. I, I, I would like for him to be on his team. Uh, anybody that can help us out long-term or short-term will be a plus, just like the uh, Christian uh, uh, Coverton. Guy, he's a big boy. He's a big number ninety-five. He will help out tremendously for the uh, for the woods that's in the in the in the inside. The Antonio, uh, I'm calling Antonio Antoine Woods, barbecue woods. You help him out. You help out the Malik Collins. It's all help. Remember, I I always like to build from the inside out. (laughs) Jeff Heath is the goat. This is from Martin. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty cool. You know, you know, he's, he's pretty cool. I'm not dogging him, but he's pretty cool. All right. So one more question before we roll. Um, William Brown says, I agree with you, Law, with the speech. It should spark a fire under them. Yes, it should. It should spark a fire under them. Yes. Uh, Swaggy D, appreciate you, man. Let Yeah, Cowboy Nation, let's get ready to rock and roll out of here. Really appreciate each and every last one of you all. Thank you for tuning in to the nation. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to absolutely nothing but the best. Salute. Yes, Michael Bridges said stop breaking the law <laughs> With this good information Yes, I try to bring the information for the nation man Hey, I'm just telling you guys through life experience I experience it So you guys don't have to <laughs> If I could, if I could, if I could I'll tell you guys how to do it man Without the mistakes Without all of the pitfalls Without all of the trials and tribulations <laughs> When a man meets his adversary, right? Is he gonna fold up? Is he gonna fall in between his own feelings? There was one man that was thrown, it was three of them, they were thrown into the fiery furnaces, right? Of the world. The world is gonna throw you into the fiery furnaces. But if you understand that you are there for a greater cause, and if you believe in what you believe in, then guess what? That fire that they try to throw you in, you just be chilling. <laughs> You know, it was the craziest thing about this story. When they threw these three guys into the fiery furnaces, and life would do that to you. You know, they looked in there and said, wait a minute. We threw three of them in there. Now it's four of them in there. And they just kicking it. They chilling. They drinking Kool-Aid. They jamming it out in there. They playing spades and dominoes. They just chilling. So the guys that threw them into the fiery furnace, they the ones perish. Ain't hey, that crazy? <laughs> That's life, man. Sometimes when people will try to hate on you, they try to dig a grave for you, and they the ones that slip in it. It's crazy how life works, but all you got to do is continue to stay focused, man, continue to grind, do your thing, and the rest is going to shine. It's going to go. It's going to do that one way or another, Cowboy Nation. Really appreciate you all, man. Ty, man, thank you for the donation to help grow it, man, all the way from Germany, man. <laughs> Man, that's tight, man. That's tight, man. All the way around the globe. That's what I'm talking about, Cowboy Nation. We deep. Let's go. We gonna jam on out to this thing. Cowboy Nation one way or another. Xavier Woods, keep your head up. (laughs) Yes. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Yeah. And remember, <laughs> you're listening.